good morning, afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to part two of the Nurburgring Preview Podcast, Obscure Cars Edition, um, where we're going to cover the classes that aren't GT3. So the more obscure classes like Cup 5, D6, etc., etc. There's lots of GT4s and lots of TCRs, and we got a few production cars that are going to pique your interest, and you might want to follow them along through the race. So, along with me today is Cookie Monster FL here. We did part one together. We did all the SP9s. We know what the GT3s are going to look like and the drivers for them. Yep. But this is the obscure classes, the the classes that aren't going to get as much coverage. So, that's our job. That's where that's where we fit in. Exactly, exactly. This we thanks Chris for having me on again uh, for for this. I love I love doing the entry list for the Nurburgring Grand 24. I mean, Le Mans and Nurburgring 24 are fantastic races for me. I just love uh, watching them, especially. But then the both of those for me for these entry lists um, are I love them because yes, we talk about the Toyotas at Le Mans. Yes, we talk about uh, you know Team Phoenixes and we talk about Black Falcon here and you know Manti Racing. But half of the grid, or over half the grid, are, are just are, are teams that you don't know a ton about, but you want to know more about them, and and they're they're darn are they quick too. So I I personally love this this aspect where I get to learn a little bit more about the race that I'm about to watch uh, because there's just no way that you can learn all this stuff, man. So we're gonna try to teach uh, you guys about how transit vans are allowed to race on this track alongside GT3s and uh, clown cars can race against Porsche Cup cars, right? Yeah, it's it's a very weird mix. It's kind of like jumping back ten or twenty years of some of the cars they they race at. I mean, Renault Clios, Opel Mantas, racing along with Porsche nine elevens and Mercedes GT threes. It's crazy. I can't I can't wait. <laughs> Every year they they bring something different or something new that you uh you kind of go how what why that's okay all right let's do it. And uh, and the officials do it, and that's that's the great thing about this race too is that they kind of they might roll their eyes and shake their heads and and, and give you the weirdest kind of sounds, but at the end of the day, there's that that stamp of approval for a specific class, right? So, um, but yeah, I, I let's let let's get started, shall we? Yeah. So starting right from the bat, we got a Chrysler a Dodge Viper, <laughs> and in the in the AT class, there's basically alternative fuels. So there's a couple of cars in the AT class. There's not a lot of them, but there's about two or three. And AT basically means that they're using uh, fuels that aren't being used by the rest of the field. Easy enough explanation. Um, this is the Skate Aid car, which is a Skate Aid is actually a little thing in Germany that helps fight social injustices and helps to provide a diversified society. So that's so, so first of all, they're doing cool things with this program, and they're racing a Dodge Viper. That's a win-win. Um, so the drivers are Bernd Albrecht, Titus Dittman, Charles Reinhardt, and Michael Lackmeyer. So Titus Dittman is the notable one here because he is actually, from what I've heard, one of the guys that are in the Skate Aid program. He's kind of like one of the main guys for it. And in the qualifying race, apparently he did an interview and was like, yeah, I'm 70 years old and I'm racing. So we got a 70-year-old German racing a Dodge Viper in the Nürburgring 24, but doing kick-ass things like uh, fighting social injustices. By by this way of skateboarding, a... man. By way of skateboarding. Can you, I mean, if, yeah. that's a brand new sentence, right? Wow. 
It's fantastic. I mean, and that's what we're talking about right here. That's uh, we're, we'll get into some more quote unquote normal uh, categories of cars that aren't GT3, specifically the 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 what is now all encompassing you know GT4 category. Um, but these entries, these are the ones I like, and uh, yeah, especially for for such a good cause. And I mean. Yeah, unfortunately for us, EV doesn't stand for electric vehicle or anything like that. But it's 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 for a charity, it's for a good cause. So um, more power to them. Hopefully they get a good result uh, for their efforts. Uh, next up on our non SP9 list, essentially uh, the wacky cars list, is the uh, number twenty entry of Ring Racing with Novell. This is an all Japanese lineup uh, racing in the SP8 category with a Lexus RCF. Um, let's see if I can pronounce some Japanese names today, Chris uh, Yoshi. Yoshinubu Koyama, to- Tohijiro Azuma, Takatoshi Matsui, and Kota Sasaki. Who I got better as I went along. Noted. Noted. I got to keep going with this then. What do you What do you think yeah, about this Japanese uh, lineup, man? Interesting. Um, they didn't race in any of the previous races this year, so they're coming in um, with um, no racing experience in terms of 2019 at the Nordschleife. So SP8, it's a new class, so let's explain what that is. SP8 is basically cars that have engines of over 4,000 cubic centimeters. Basically, if you see an SP8, SP7, SP6, etc., etc., um, it's going to be in terms of engine size, what size or type of engines they have. If you see a T at the end of the class name, it just basically means turbo. So, easy enough explanation. And this is a Lexus RCF. This is going to just be a regular production Lexus RCF, um, which is still cool in its own right. So, and plus, this is a pretty good car. Um, so, Lexus RCF racing in the SP8 class. Still strong competition with that class. But let's go on to another part, or another car in our entry list, which is also in SP8. It's the Aston Martin Vantage GT8. Different engine inside inside of a kind of a GT4 Aston. That's kind of what this car is. It's Aston Martin Racing Performance Center themselves. You have Marco Mueller, Tony Richards, David uh, Telenius, and Jürgen Heinz Kroner. Or Heinz Jürgen Kroner. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> not the, yeah, not the pro car, which we'll get to in a sec. But... The Aston Martin Vantage GT8 has been racing here for as long as I can remember. Yeah, that is a that is a steady, proven workhorse. Let's just put it that way. Uh, that that has been, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it, it's long in the tooth when it comes to racing around uh, Norslife. Quite international lined up as well. Um, you you got guys from you know Germany, New Zealand, and the United States. So this GT8, I think it's going to be up front in the in the uh, SP8 class. It's it's kind of been good here for years, but in SP8T, same class, just with a turbo added to it. It's the Aston Martin Vantage GT4. You're going to see a lot of GT4s here in this class. It's a, it's, it's very very weird mix. You have a Lexus RCF, then you have GT4s. <laughs> quite a quite a quite a big. Yeah, we normally don't see those cars racing together in one class, but here we are. Um, Darren Turner, Chris Goodwin, Chris Harris, and Christian Gebhardt for this car. And then in the sister car, quite literally, I may add, you had Darren Turner, Jamie Chadwick, Peter Kate, and Alex Brundle. 
great, great Aston Martin lineups. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you've got to imagine some of these guys are, you know, uh, are going to be working with the potential new cars coming out through Aston Martin and other endurance races as well. Uh, just, and, and just from that standpoint, um, this is a fantastic uh, entry, I would say, for, for either of these, just looking at those. Um, not to mention that in the SPA category, um, you know, they, they do have a shot more so than they would if uh, if they went GT3 racing, in my opinion, right now with their uh, with their GT3 runner. So uh, I have no qualms with buying uh, any of these two entries to win SP8 or even just be up front racing uh, with some of the other uh, SP8 entries. And the fact that, you know, Jamie Chadwick did win the MRF Challenge Championship this year, Alex Brundle and Darren Turner coming off of a uh, Lamar race, you know, just... This past weekend, um, Darren Turner, I mean, if he isn't already tired from Lamar, he's going to be tired now because he's racing in both of those Aston Martin racing uh, GT4s. Um, just just like kind of a, how Rennie Rass is doing with the Audis. So Darren Turner is going to be a very, very busy man. Uh, and we'll see because chances are one of these cars, because we seems like a curse if you're racing in both cars one of the cars usually end up crashing having a problem so darren turner will make a choice like with like Rennie rast would do in the audis and how long a race um is gonna go and if one car is doing better than the other he'll just jump ship to the car that's doing better or he, he's just gonna be a, a good factory man and just help both teams out we'll see come race time next car where we have is an sp8t BMW M2 competition car, and I believe that's a road car. Then you have Schubert Motorsport, Christopher Drayspring, Ricardo Venderen, and Christopher Brook. And I remember those guys because they raced in the ADAC GT4 Germany Championship. So they're racing not the GT4, but they're racing a BMW M2, the road car. That should be very interesting to watch. Yeah, I, well, we'll see. <laughs> For me, I'm I, I will just enjoy seeing uh, the different chassis, the M2, kind of still be brought back to life, or at least be uh, be on on track uh, at the same time. And yeah, it, again, this this is an interesting category, just from that entry to uh, the Lexus entry to the GT4s that we just listed. Uh, a lot of different types of you know cars i would almost say and that um it's not even a category essentially you know we're, we're just even joining different types of racing cars together so um yeah the, and i think that will be an interesting aspect to this too just to see how many different cars that we can really fit into uh one category like uh, the spa category and these guys actually don't race in the adac gt4 germany but they do have racing experience with gt4s i believe i heard ricardo vander and name somewhere maybe in the gt4 european series so let's take a look at the another gt4 that's on the entry list sp8t black falcon team nuffy now this team is interesting because they normally always have an onboard with them for at least the vln rounds I'm not, I'm not sure if they ran in the qualifying race but chances are you might see them have an onboard for the nurburgring 24 Probably not. It's kind of 50-50 because, you know, most of the GT3 teams, GT3 teams are going to grab those bond boards away from the smaller teams. But these guys, um, they're not too bad. I think they race in VLN, so obviously they have the car uh, and the experience this year. They know what kind of the track is doing ever since they repaved that little section. 
And it's going to be very interesting to see what this car can do. Yeah, it's uh, it's a solid GT4 platform. So uh, Mercedes, I think, have I, I don't think they've had the a, any outright dominance in the class, but that car has always uh, that chassis has always been really up front. So um, yeah, look forward to seeing where they end up, uh, especially against GT other GT4 runners. And they are strong. They have got second in the last VLN round. And um, at least I can't. I don't know if it's the same Black Falcon team, Nuffy team, but they did. Black Falcon did win in the qualifying race in that same class with the GT4. So, no, they didn't. That this that they came in fourth, uh, two laps down from the SPT. But let's take a look on all the other cars in the class. They still finished. So definitely a strong contender. And speaking of the Aston Martin teams. They came second or third in the qualifying race, so SPAT is looking some looking like looking, looking have some very stiff competition. Anyway, let's let's jump back up. We got another SP8 car. It's Rent to Drive Familiar Racing. Um, very interesting car because this is a Manti Racing Porsche Cup car. So that what that basically it's a cup car, but the Bodywork on it kind of looks like um, the, the the GT3, not the 2019 GT3s, uh, but the ones that have been racing in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, that that'll be an in, that, that'll be a, uh, a confusing car to, to see for sure, because uh, you'll look at that and go, why is that thing running slow? And uh, and then finally go to the entry list and find out that it is not in an SP9 category, but an SP8. So yeah, very uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, aspect to go with there to uh, to get in, into that category, and you know that lineup did win a VLN race this year. Um, definitely a very good car to look out for. And something I failed to mention when we we're talking about the Aston Martins, we're backtracking a lot to the um, the Aston Martin Vantage V8. Alex um, Martin Brundle and Chris Goodwin. Um, did win an SP8 in a VLN race. So Alex Brundle has that pressure on his shoulders trying to beat his father by one-upping him by winning at a 24-hour event, so VLN round. So that's going to be very interesting to see. Hopefully Alex Brundle does it very well because um, definitely a very good driver and sound dad. Next up we have the 51 Team Speedline Racing Team. Interesting fact about Team Speedline. They're kind of with Vulcan Horse in a way because the Vulcan Horse Motorsport did post a picture on their Facebook today that featured the GT4 lineup and all the other cars that they're racing in, including the Z4 GT3 that we talked about in the part one of the Nürburgring 24 preview podcast. So definitely a good funded lineup, or at least a good funded car. Probably a good funded lineup too. I mean, these guys have been racing for a while. I mean, Michael Funk, Frank White, Weisner, Sven Schadler, and Philip Goschel in this 51 car with his M4 GT4 in the SP8T class. So next up, we have the number 52 team Speedline Racing in SP8T as well, but this is the BMW Schemer M2 GT. Um, these guys did race in a VLN round this year. Play, they placed fourth in class. Um... But only with the Hushimer uh, brothers, they got two more guys with them. So they did race in VLN this year. We're going to see how they do. Next up is the number 53 
Giddy Tire Motorsport by WS Racing. Now, they obviously that's the team name implies. They run Giddy Tires, which is an Asian tire brand. Um, this is an Audi R8 LMS GT4. This is an all Chinese lineup, and they haven't ran in the qualifying race. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they do because um, in the past, fun fact, um, Chinese drivers or at least Asian drivers um, or at least drivers are coming from the Asia thing. Um, racing in and out. I remember one time there was an Audi GT that was ran by Audi R8 LMS Cup drivers, which is an Asian championship. I think they got excluded from the event. So we're going to see if that curse continues or not. <laughs> Play by the rules. <laughs> Although, I do have to retract my statement. They did run in the qualifying race. They finished second a lap down. So, the, 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 curse, is, the, the curse is not looking to strike them. Yeah, and I'm not tackling their the their names either. So. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, moving on from them, we have another SP8 uh, category runner. The number 54 team, Avia Sorg Rensport. Uh, they're driving a BMW 335i with a turbo. So it's an SP8T on that marker for you guys. Keep the score at home. Uh, it's driven by Niels Borman, Michael Eden, and Wayne Moore. So, Sorg Sport is a very, very good uh, BMW team. They race in Creventec, and obviously they race a lot in the Cup 5 class in the Nürburgring. So we're going to see a lot. We're going to see the name pop up a lot. The drivers, we don't know them, so we're going to kind of skip through them. But Sorg Rheinsport is a very good team around these parts of the Nordschleife. Now, next up, we got a team that actually won the 24 Hours of Le Mans. That's Woo! Disgusting. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're, we're stretching that a bit. It's Toyota Gazoo <laughs> Racing that's on the entry list. we got an old Japanese lineup with a Lexus LC that's in SP Pro. And this is the only SP Pro car. In the race, and they've been the only SP Pro car in the race for the last four, or at least three Nürburgring races this year. I mean, so t they got the class win in the bag, um, but they ran both VLNs that have been ran this year and the qualifying race. So they they, they definitely take the Nordschleife 24 very seriously. Um, next up, you have a unnamed team with SP7 with the Porsche GT3 Cup. So I, that's a very weird thing to see, but. We got a few unnamed teams in this entry list that we're gonna we're gonna see throughout the one. That's the 58 in SP7. Next up, you have CP Racing CNR Motorsport number 5059, also in SP7. It's a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup Gen 2. You got Charles Putman, Charles Espinlob, Joe Foster. Who, if you've been watching American sports car racing long enough, they ran a few IMSA stuff like Connell Town Sports Car Challenge. Maybe a few Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA stuff. And they've been running in the Creventic Championship, which I believe they were Creventic champions last year. Um, so definitely a good group of guys to keep an eye on. And then also they have a Porsche Crow Cup Benelou driver, Xavier Masson. So a trio of Americans with a Dutch. Oh, man. Go, go Shane, go. Then we come across our first Cup X class. Now, if you don't know what Cup X is, it basically means the KTM Crossbow Cup. Uh, this is Race Union. It'll be number 60. And we're going we're gonna to see a few Cup X's in a few in a few cars time, but that we're but we'll get to them soon enough. Then we have a bunch of SP7s. 
that's going to come across our one. But then we have a bunch of SP7s that are just scrolling past our entry list. Um, including, um, so we have the 61, 62, 63, you know, uh, another unnamed team actually for the 61, Mueller Motorsports for the 62. Then you have Huber Motorsports of the 63. Then you have Black Falcon, Team Techstar. Black Falcon's known for their GT3 Mercedes, but most people don't know that they actually, you know, run Porsche Cup cars as well. You know, racing in Porsche Carrera Cup Deutschland and racing the VLNs and this race with their Porsche Cup cars. And and uh, they've been relatively pretty good in the VLN, the qualifying race, so they have been very, very strong contenders in this class. And you have the number 66 QA Racing by Kurt Eck. Um, SP7. This is the Porsche 911 GT3 Cup 911 Mark One car. So that's um that's your pretty much all of your SP7s right in one go. <laughs> but we got there'll be a few more littered around the entry list. But we pretty much got the SP7s all all pretty much done. So, but and this is kind of uh, so there, there was an entry that we didn't go over specifically the the name of, and I, I'm seeing a few more here. That we can touch on. Um, if any of you guys are, are are curious and do look at the entry list, you'll see some names with a uh, quotation marks uh, around them. Chris, you want to give us an explanation as to why we might be seeing that on our entry lists? So there's no clear cut explanation, but um, I do reference. Uh, I do see the reference you're referring to. Number sixty four, Black Falcon Team Techstar. There's a guy. That's called Tackies. I don't know if it's the reference to the snack or if it's just like a regular nickname. But uh, we do see nicknames a lot because some people don't like to re- use their real names. Um, yeah, and then if you look too, there's uh, I think the number 60 has one, Alex Autumn from the uh, from Germany. Uh, for From Berlin, I think the number 78 has Der Bommel uh, from Kongstein. He's driving a GT3 and the SP6. We'll talk about that as well. But just as an example, and I, I remember famously a Toyota uh, executive, or uh, was it the CEO at the time, who was a who's a big big racing fan, and he entered anonymously, um, or was it, it was either Toyota or Lexus entered anonymously in the Nurburgring 24 race, basically putting his name or you know not put, putting a nickname down as him, and it was all very very hush hush until. He was racing and did that, so uh, seemingly to avoid, you know, I don't know, potential insurance claims, uh, that kind of stuff, maybe. But those are the more fantastical versions. Other, otherwise, there there can be as mundane as what nicknames too. So, uh, just a little interesting yeah. little uh, little uh, nugget in the uh, in the entry list there if you're reading it. So I forgot to say what SP7 was. SP7 is going to be a Porsche Cup class. Um, so. As so that'd be that'd be easier for you guys. Uh, SP7 is going to be basically kind of like a Porsche Cup class that all the Porsche Cup cars are going to be racing. And some Porsche Cup cars are scattered through other classes, but SP7s are where they mainly are. Um, so after all those Porsche Cup cars and random Lexuses and all those Japanese cars, we got a uh, we got our first actual. GT4 class car on the grid. It's going to be labeled as an SP10. So SP10 is your GT4 class officially. As Pro Sport Performance with at the Aston Martin Vantage GT4. Pro Sport in Germany, um, they ran they run the ADAC GT4 Germany Championship. They also run the ADAC GT Championship, 
with their Aston Martin Vantage GT3. They also have been they also have been seen ran, running the GT4 in the 12 hour series as well. Uh, not the 12 hour series, but Corventic in the 12 hours of Spa, uh, 12 hours of Mugello, and the 12 hours of Bruno. So they got a lot of running in this car, and they haven't ran a 24-hour race with it yet, I believe. So this is going to be the first real true test for the uh, Aston Martin Vantage GT4. Yeah, it's, it's a stunning car, too. So uh, it, it will definitely turn turn some heads and uh, and definitely attract a few eyeballs on the uh, on the, on the streams uh, as it goes about, too. It's a, it's a stunner. Next up, we have another SP7, possibly the last SP7 we're going to cover. Um, Clickverse.de team. Uh, very unique livery, so watch out for that. It's kind of white um, and blue, and the, but the uh, actual sponsor logo has a little bit of yellowish gold to it. So you'll, you'll, you'll recognize it when it comes out on track. And VLN uh, coverage covers it a lot, so possibly 24 hours of green coverage will catch a, a lot of it too. Then you have back to GT4s. In SP10s, we have our first Mercedes in the class, Black Falcon, Team Identica. Um, so they have been winning races this year. Um, at least they've been up there because they're no slouches when it comes to G- Mercedes and that Black Falcon team. So they're going to be up there in GT4. Hofer Racing by Bunk Motorsport in the BMW M4 GT4. Bunk Motorsport, um, I believe, ran Audis, Audi TCRs in the past, Audis in different series. And obviously, Hofer Racing, um, definitely a BMW uh, team, especially in the lower classes, although you may recognize them from racing a Mercedes AMG back in Creventic. Unfortunately, you know, they don't do that anymore. Um, so you may reckon, you, you may, may have recognized those names from both of those scenarios. Then you have Car Collection Motorsport, fielding two GT3s, but adding on to their lineup is a GT4 Um and they're, it's an all-French lineup, and some of these guys probably raced in the French GT4 championship over there. So it makes sense for them to pile, pile on this Audi for their car collection team. Then you have our only Janetta on the grid, and uh, you have Der- Colin White, who is a very good Janetta GT4 Super Cup driver, or at least um, a regular in that championship, and does race in Creventic a lot with CWS Racing. And they have Charlie Robertson, who is a just a general Janetta guy. Who's normally if there's a Janetta around, you usually see him racing it. But some people think that this car uh, is not going to make it till the end. Hmm. Now, why would why would you think that? Uh, possibly because it's a Janetta, and um, they never really raced in the Nordschleife before. But um, some some Germans. Um, in the community, think that the you know this Jenna is not going to make it till the end, and I think the reasoning might be because, like I said before, you know they don't really run the Nordschleife, so I think that might be a very valid concern. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. It, what what bigger test than to run 24 hours at the Nordschleife, though? So we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Back to GT4s again. BMW M4 GT4 with the number 74. Luthorser Racing and Events. Um, Rolls off the you're tongue. You're going to see a lot. Right right off the tongue. They have a, quite a few cars in this race as well, littered across the cars. So you have Team Aviasaur Grand Sport with their first GT4. Um, Pro Sport Performance back again with another Aston Martin Vantage. Pick some team, Adrenaline Motorsport. Now, this team is notable. We've been skipping a lot of the other cars because there's nothing really notable to them that we know of. 
this is notable because they were this team, or at least this lineup of drivers, are last year's VLN champions and winning VLN champion, or winning a VLN championship, which most people do from the Cup Five class or the Porsche Cup class. That's no small feat. No, that uh, no, that that deserves a, a few uh, a few extra uh, moments of attention as we as we blaze through this. But uh, no, that that is a really really good effort for them last year, and um, you know let let's see if they continue to rise. So that's why many uh, people think um, some Germans think that this is going to be the dark horse that we're going to see for the GT4 class, and I, I think so too. I think it's going to put on a strong performance, especially. You know, with VLN champions behind the wheel, and the fact that you know they just—this is not their first race to the GT4. Um, they ran a few races this year with it, so we're gonna see how they do. Next up, we have Rent to Drive Familia racing again with another Porsche, but this time is an SP6. Now, SP6 is weird because you have like BMW M3 GTRs and BMW M3s, BMW 1Ms with Porsche Cup cars and Porsche Cam. It's just a weird hosh posh of Porsches and BMWs. As of right now, what we're seeing on the entry list. So SP6, starting on the SP6 grind. Well, for racing, in number 81. Um, so Martin Kroll is a name I recognize because he did race with Creventic with the Mercedes AMG. So guy who came from the Mercedes AMG is now coming back sort of through his roots in the SP6 class with the BMW M3 CSL. Um, then they have... Hofer Racing again with the BMW M3 GTR with number 82. Now this is more look at more more like the eight Mercedes AMG lineup when they had the uh, Mercedes in the 24-hour series with Corentek because they have Martin Kroll, once again another guy doing two cars, Michael Kroll, then you have Christian Frankenhut who I, I remember him getting interviewed by Corentek a lot. So if you watch Creventic, these names are very recognizable to you and uh, should be a very good contenders for this SP6 class. Then you have Luther's Racing and Events once again with the number 84th, the BMW M Coupe. Next up, we have SP4T. So Ooh. we're getting a lot into the uh, SP3s, SP4s, etc., etc. Um, Motorsport Club Sunzig is uh, fielding this car. It's basically a motorsports club. Um, Sinzig, I believe it might be like a region or a town in Germany where the Motorsport Club is. So they're fielding this car. This is an all-Argentinian lineup. Driving the VW Golf 5 R-Line GTI. So I uh, I personally going to be cheering on this and a few other uh, entries for the uh, GTI lineup. Go VW GTI, woo. Uh, so, hey, I'll, I'll take more GTIs. Even if they're driven by Argentinians. Apparently I have something against Argentina. And you have Toyota Gazoo Racing. Uh-huh. Uh, Another Lamar. into the entry list. <laughs> yeah. They're racing a Toyota 86 in the SP3 class. Um, then you go into another Japanese team, a, f- a fan favorite for this race, Subaru Technica International with the Subaru WRX STI and SP3T. Oh, if it, if it ever gets wet, this car is going to be OP. <laughs> You just, you just you just made a lot of uh, sports car fans uncomfortable with that kind of language, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> one one guy I know was Carlo Van Dam. I believe raced in the Thailand Super Series. Um, I can't remember which car. I think he raced a Ferrari in the Thailand Super Series. But 
Carlo Van Dam, uh, very good, or at least uh, race a lot in the Asian market. So having him in the Subaru fits very nice. Then you have next car in the SP3T as well, a VW Golf GTI once again. And this is actually a all-female lineup with Giddy Terry Morrisburg by WS Racing. So a female lineup in the Nürburgring 24 in the SP3T class. We're going to see how they do. I believe they ran in the qualifying race as well. I could be wrong on that. Well, I mean, you can't be right about everything in this race. It's very, too much information, too much little time. <laughs> Overload, so, man. Hey, it's another GTI. That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know. Plus, I'm sure you'll ask know in the comments in the, in the subreddit post. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Number 89, <laughs> the spelling was wrong, and you mispronounced is their middle name. You're like, what? do we even, we even say their middle name? We're, we're trying. <laughs> this is better than a few years ago when we said good luck to every car. That, I mean, look, we we may still get to that point. Let's 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 not sell yeah. ourselves too too high up here yet. We, uh, we've got some energy left, but there are some pretty complicated names like I'm already looking at down here that are just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, Giddy Tire Motorsport by WS Racing is fielding another Golf GTI. This is number 92. Another another uh, name in SP3T is Bonk Motorsport. And notice how I said they raced Audis, uh, especially in TCR, where they're racing an Audi RS3. No TCR at the end of that uh, car name. So uh, don't think it's the TCR. Um, so it's going to be interesting because Bonk Motorsport's mainly an Audi team, but with Hofer Motorsport, like earlier, they have the BMWs in line. So, interesting to see them there. TWM Motorsport in the SP3 class once again. This is SP3T, I should say. Number 94, Opel Astra. Very, very awesome car. Mm. I mean, not a lot of Opels this year. I think we only got, counting, about four, so... This just top tip my tongue. We got four Opels in this, this version of the race, and that's our first one. We got about three more to go. Then we have Team Avia Sorg Grindsport. Notice how I said this is a very strong BMW team, but they're but they're racing an Audi RS3 and SP3T. Um, so that's number 95 car, kind of breaking the trend by skipping the BMW process and going Audi racing, at least in Sorg Grindsport's terms. Then you have Motorsport Club Zinzig. In SP3T with the VW Golf 7 GTI. Go GTI. Go GTI. Then we come across another AT car. And a little fun fact, every single AT car that we covered, which is going to be two, not a lot, not a good sample size, it's been American cars just because it's the, this is the Ford Mustang GT. Uh, big old grunts. Big, 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 big displacement engines. Gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You take a look at this car on track. It's kind of got a psychedelic livery to it. It's going to be – hopefully – normally this car gets a lot of camera time, so you're going to see a lot in the qualifying in the race, I'm sure. Um, then you have – oh, no, as I said about Teichmann racing in the past. Uh, Cupex makes its appearance with another three KTMs um, by the same team. So 110, 111, and 112, both all KTMs by the same team, Teichmann racing. Um, they're probably gonna take Cup X, even though I mean that's not really a that's not really the you know, hold on. So they're probably gonna take uh, S uh, Cup X, which is I mean it's not really a bold thing to say. They're 
they actually are about three-fourths of the Cup X grid. So e- easy bets there for the Cup X class, um, possibly for FWEC if you're looking at you know, getting those points. So, so now you go into regular SP3 territory. So we got offkleben.de Motorsport with the number 114 with the regular Renault Clio. And since then they have the number 116, MSC Adenau, with another Renault Clio. But in the middle of that Renault Clio sandwich, um, in the entry list, you got Toyota Motorsport GmbH United with the Toyota GT86. So this is a very good-looking car. And this is basically kind of like the uh, Toyota Motorsport Germany car that's fielding this. So... The driver lineup in this one is this uh, is this anything notable that uh, stands out to you because of that entry? Uh, No, no, no names off top of my head, but these guys um, they do they do um, they do a lot of VLNs and they do in the qualifying race, so they they're here a lot and they're very consistent in the. Like here, you know what? Before we move on, let me take a stab at one of these. Finn Unterroberdoster, Unterroberdoster. Baby, <laughs> that is a that's a tough last name. Thank God you don't know anybody about. Him. <laughs> I mean, actually, they didn't do the qualifying race, but they did do a, a VLN race this year, and they placed in the top two. So, hey, they've got some results already of, this year. Yeah, they do, and um, and they're only about a minute and twelve seconds behind, which at the North Life is a really cl- close gap. Um, and that was at the first VLN race of the season, um, so they have a bit of a gap. So, but they 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 know what the track surface is like because remember, now I don't know if we actually talked about this. They resurfaced or did some work on the track through the first around the first part of the North Life, I believe, during the winter. So there's new there's. There's a new stuff there that the drivers have to get used to, because um, I think it's all repaved now. Um, they kind of flat flatten out some of the bumps, so it's a different track than what people are used to from last year. If these people are only doing the, the Nurburgring 24, so people who are only doing the Nurburgring 24 might come across at a disadvantage. So then we have in the SP3, another unnamed team racing with another another. Renault Clio. Lots of Renault Clios. And um, I remember a few years ago, Renault Clio seemed to cause a lot of the accidents. So um, kind of like stay away from the Renault Clios if you're entering F. I, I think that's a very good assumption to make. <laughs> so that's that's the uh, that's like the Ferrari at Le Mans wildcard kind of car. You see Renault Clio it's, just go the other way. It sort of is, even though we still have Ferraris that can do the job for us here at the Nurburgring 24. Um, <laughs> the, the Renaults, the Renaults are the slower, slower substitutes, um, and also could probably be another death in a drinking game. I'm sure. <laughs> so next up, we have the number 118 TJ Racing Team Opel Calibra, and this is such a great team because they always have fantastic cars. They might not be exactly. The best cars. I mean, they only do the Nurburgring 24. Um, but these Opel Calibras are definitely a fan favorite. We haven't even gotten to the Manta yet. Oof. <laughs> We're about halfway there for the Opels. <laughs> but next up is um, Gazoo Racing Team Thailand. And uh, these guys, 
they kind of these are this is a very interesting bunch because I believe these guys just raced in the RAAT Thailand Endurance Championship last weekend at the Buriram International Circuit. And they're in SP3 also with a Toyota CHR. And this is this is kind of like a Toyota hatchback sort of thing. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen a race version of that. So I believe they've been racing these these cars for quite a while. And they actually have. have been racing. <laughs> actually been racing quite a lot in SP3. I mean, they've been um, at least they do the qualifying race every. And, I mean, they won SP3 in the qualifying race. The number 119 did. The 120 actually did not finish. Oh, yeah. That, but that's there's like, only... That's like the weird, like, Dakar-looking... Like, like that thing looks like it's in a rally half the time. They just got uh, the, the crazy, like, rally lights in front of it. Kind of like Toyota kind of, paint yeah. scheme. Yeah. Then I have seen it. That was only... But that was only, you know two cars in SP3 near the Toyota Gazoo Racing Thailand were the only ones to show up so they have stiffer competition this time but they did win the qualifying race for what it's worth so they <laughs> give them a trophy they have... give them all the trophies they have Roadrunner Racing in number 121 with the Renault Clio Cup in SP3 an unnamed team but this is the notable and the unnamed team in SP3 we have the Opel Manta hey, round of applause Yes, it's everyone's favorite so, car. It's it's the ultimate fan favorite at the Nurburgring 24, um, with a little foxtail flapping along on its roof. They even have a uh, Twitter account. I believe it's at the foxtail. Uh, you can probably just search uh, foxtail manta on Twitter and you get the Twitter account right away. So, interesting thing in this car. Normally, Kissling Motorsport usually run this car, but Kissling Motorsport decides um, they're they're not going to do the car this year. Um, they're at least Kissling. Um, Kissling and I could do the car regardless. I'm, I'm not quite 100% sure what the reason was, but um, it should it should be still a very fun car to watch. And uh, actually, for people who want to know why the Manta, at least this 30-year-old Manta, is still racing here, it's kind of like a German joke. So the Opel Manta is kind of like a uh, the person who drives these, a Manta dude. It's kind of like a guy who like kind of like um. Axel Macho, Axel Manly with like a hairdresser, blonde girlfriend, that kind of dude, you know? That they, that's kind of poking fun at that. That's that, that's just a fan favorite for the Germans at this Opel Manta that shows up every year. They do a few uh, VLN races. I'm not sure they do all of them. They did not do the qualifying race. Um, we're going to see how they do with uh, the stiff competition from Kazoo Racing Team Thailand because they have won in class before in the 24 hours Nürburgring. So it's not like they haven't done it before. So we're going to see how they do because the Opel Manta, because if the Opel Manta wins, everybody wins. Exactly. And uh, so, and just to let everybody know, it's not really working as of late. There's been really no updates, but it's at Manta underscore Foxtail is the Twitter handle. And uh, it, it's, it's had some good ones in previous past, but uh, it's grown silent. So hopefully maybe we can reinvigorate that to, uh, just bring back to life because that that was always a lot of fun uh, following along with that uh, that Twitter handle uh, along with the race. So with the Opel Manta being in the SP3 class, we got three more SP3 entries that we're gonna just gonna take care of real quick. Uh, two of them are Toyota GT86s. Um, one is fielded by the pit lane AMC's Activith one number one twenty three car, 
and the number 127 Menhiller Racing cards. And the last one is a VW Golf 316V by the number 126 MSC Zen Zig Racing Team. Um, so SP, SP3 is out of the way. Let's start with SP6. Um, SP6 one of the most uh, barren classes on this entry list. He has set up Wizard Racing with a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup car. I love me some GT Cup cars, man. Or is it Porsche, Porsche Cup cars? I feel like those are synonymous with uh, the Nürburgring 24. Any uh, any bout has to include this category just because it's it's so German. It's so German. So there's only about five or six cars in this SP6 class. Not, not too much competition for this number 125 entry. Let's start off with the SP4s. Um, it's looking like a BMW kind of class. It's number 130... Uh, Ring Speed Motorsport Team with a BMW 325CI Coupe. Then you have start with a... Ooh, we're starting getting into the V-classes now. The V6s, the V5s, and the V4s. Uh, V6 and V5s, um, at least V6 is kind of a Porsche Cayman class. Um, you have the 131 Pixentine Adrenaline Motorsport, 132 Black Falcon Team Techstar, 133 Black Falcon... Or Black Falcon Team Techstar going... With the number one, 132 and the 133 team, Avia Sorg Sport. Once again, not with a BMW, with a Porsche this time, with the number 134, kind of stepping out of their comfort zone, um, that Sorg Sport team. Number 135, Team Ethel Racing EV rounds up your V6 class. Then that lone V5 entry, well, at least so far on this list, the uh, 140 Pixium Team Adrenaline Motorsport. It's a Porsche Cayman. What's the, what's the difference between the uh, V6 and V5s? Uh, engine displacement. Okay, so it is just pure engine displacement outside of... I mean, there's not really any body thing. It's it's all just uh, ICE, essentially. It's mo- Yeah, it's mostly to do with the entry, because you see in V6, you have a Porsche Cayman... Well, it might also be with body, too, because they have V6, they have a Porsche Cayman S, and V5, you just have a plain Porsche Cayman, and what's our display, what's displayed on our entry list. Okay. But most most of the time, it is with engine displacement. Same with the SP8 and SP7, etc., etc. classes. Gotcha. So, more Porsche Caymans with a little mix of a BMW E36 and 3s, the V5 class. So, we have... Pixentine and Joe Motorsport fielding two cars. QTQ Race Performance Florian Quante, one of the most unique racing teams, we, racing team names we see on the list with their 142 BMW, the lone BMW we just talked about. GT Tronics 360 uh, Team McChip DKR. I believe this team actually fielded a Renault RS01, at least in the VLN rounds a couple of years back. Um, I believe they also tried to field a Lamborghini Huracan, um, but now they reserved it as a little V5 Porsche Cayman 981 car for this race. Karis Krumbach Racing Service and FK Performance rounds up at least this page of the entry list, both of Porsche Caymans in the V5 class. Now we go on to a V4 BMW 325i unnamed team name, but it's number 147 car. Then you have a SP8 lurking in with all these lower class entries. Um, number 148, Giddy Tired Motorsport by Racing. Um, Bern, Hen, uh, Bernhard Henzel, Rahel Frey is, mm-hmm. is in this car. Uh, Frank Schmickler and Pavel Lefterov. And Pavel Lefterov is from Bulgaria. 
Um, he, I believe, he does race in the GT4 European Series. He did a few GT4 stuff. That's the that's where I remember the name from. Okay. Then you well, hold you on. So this, this on? well, isn't that a uh, first gen R8 too that they're racing? It, this is this is kind of like the uh, at least the looks of it is the first gen R8 that you saw maybe back in like 2011. So much so much more round. <laughs> it looks it, more like a TT is. than it does first. like a, a like a current gen R8. Yeah, more so. And Giddy Tires kind of dipping his hands well into the kind of Volkswagen or VAG factory or line of products as they have a Volkswagen TCR. I believe they have an Audi GT4. I believe the TCR is actually an all-female team, after we mentioned this earlier. But not just drivers. It's all like mechanics and pit crews and stuff as well. Um, so that, that's going to be interesting. I know they got a few shout-outs from the streams earlier in practice free practice and qualifying um and then they have this old Audi so definitely a good mix of VAG products with the Giddy Tire Motorsport team then V4 is just BMW land as we're continuing on this massive trek into the entry list <laughs> no kidding pick some team <laughs> pick some team Adrenaline Motorsport once again makes the return with the two BMW E90 325i's and you have a bunch of BMW 325i's e90s is all over the place i mean they have austin motorsport hard speed motorsport rent to drive familiar racing so grind sport comes back again with two cars and then you have and then the ending the v4 streak on this entry list is team abs or grind sport finishing off with number 158 sp4t um once again, one of the more barren classes here in the Dirtburg Green 24. It's Cup and Motorsport with a Porsche Cayman 718 GTS. And I believe that's the only car in its class. So, I mean, they, just like the Glickenhaus, it's an automatic race win for the Dirtburg Green 24. V2T, um, this next class we have here in the Angeles, um looks like it's only about four cars, maybe, I think five, about five. Hyundai Team Engsler with a Hyundai i30 Fastback N, and this will have an onboard, which will be linked into the race threats. Uh, Franz Engsler and Luca Engsler, or you may, may, or at least you guys know Luca Engsler, who you know won multiple TCR championships over in Asia, raced in TCR Germany for a while. I believe also raced in the TCR International Series, where that was a thing. So he's kind of racing, which I believe Franz is his dad. Then you have a believe. Then you have Guido Namen. Um, which is another Deutsch uh, partner for this team. And they have a Korean, which I assume is very close ties with the Hyundai uh, i30N. So that's a good-looking team right there, V2T. V2T is very interesting because you have a Renault Megane in the same class. It's an RS. And then you have a BMW F30 and an Opel Astra OPC rounding up these V2T cars. This class has a feel of like IMSA's sport tuner category in, um, you know, in the early years before they kind of switched to GT4 where it's a little bit, it's not, it's not GT4-esque, you know, it, there's, there's a lot of production car still left in some of these cars that I feel like in this category, which I, I enjoy that. I, I really miss sport, the sport tuning category, uh, over in the American side. So, Anything that resembles that to me, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. So, should be fun. Now let's talk about what replaced the sports tuner category in the <laughs> Michelin Pilot Challenge, TCR, and uh, 
you may there's more TCRs on track in this race than there are on the in the TCR class. Um, I know Bonk Motorsport and the Giddy Tire VW TCR in different classes than the regular homologated TCR one. There's only four cars in this one. Um, two of them, half of them are Hyundai's. Um, let's take a look at the first one, number 170 Hyundai i30 N TCR. Harold Prochek, which is an ADAC TCR Germany uh, driver. I believe he may have won the championship last year. If not, he is definitely winning a lot of races this year. So he's a good pickup for that team. And the rest are probably some form of ADAC or at least TCR drivers for Hyundai or some close connections. Next one is a, another one from the Hyundai Motorsport N group, but this is a different car, the Hyundai Velostar. Uh, NTCR, you have Mark Bessing. Nico Verdonk makes an appearance in the TCR class. He, um, what I more so recognize him for is racing uh, Corvette, the, the Z6 at the 24 hours of Dubai, and also other... Um, oh, he also raced the Ford GT GT3, the Lambda performance car in the 24 hours of Dubai. So he's in... Basically, he's in the uh, ex- extraordinary cars. He, he, he's not in your... He's not in your cookie-cutter cars. He's in your very unique machinery in these 24-hour races. And you have Team Castro Honda racing all decked out oh. in the oh. factory Honda colors. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. And then you have Fev Racing, who is a VLN regular and usually races in the TCR class. So that rounds up the homologated TCR class. Now we go on to the meat of the lower class, Class Cup 5. This is a lot of entries, Chris. This is so. Let's try to we try to kind of wrap through these pretty quickly. <laughs> What's so, so? I mean, what is there really? A, and again, engine displacement, you know, is always going to be the the answers as to why they're in their own category. But is this something that you know you can look at? Like, is there other uh, a, a other series equivalent to these cars that that our viewers or our listeners could um, you know maybe understand more? Uh, they, these kind of look sort of like. Like I don't know, uh, WTCC versus GT4 kind of cross esque with these BMWs, maybe I don't know. They definitely look more production like, if you know what I mean. So actually, sim- this is actually a simple class. Just think of it as a one make series because this is a one make class. Um, all all of these cars in the class Cup Five class is the BMW M24i Racing cars i believe these are new ones compared to previous years so that's a very interesting change coming for into the nurburgring 24 with the cup 5 and cup 5 usually produces very close racing even having a photo finish in one of the vlns a few years back so they're definitely very close racing in this category and fk performance coming in hot with three cars with the, I mean, having three cars in this ch- in this class, I mean, there's a very good chance of winning if you have three cars. But I don't think it's going to be enough because, I mean, tough competition by Vulcan Horse Motorsport, Hofer Racing by Bunk Motorsport, and you have Pixum Team Adrenaline Motorsport. Kind of, that team is kind of dipping his hand into almost every class in this, in this race. Yeah, it's, um, it really excited SP9, right? I don't think they got an SP9 entry. Do no, they? they don't. They pretty yeah. much have a hand dipped in the all the lower class ones. Yeah, Basically, I, they don't yeah, have a hand dipped into like um the formula formulaic classes like GT4, TCR, GT3, 
by a class where it kind of you, you can go run wild. They're they're probably in it. Um, but they come in with three cars apiece in this class, and they have Luthor Racing and Events back again. Team Shad Horton Motorsport, Sorg Ryan Sport coming in with wow three cars for that. So three teams coming in with three cars in this class shows how important this class can be to some people. Espo Racing marks the end of this class Cup Five runs as it marks the beginning of the Cup Three class, which is a, another kind of Porsche class. It's actually it's actually a Porsche Cayman class. Um, so all these are going to be Porsche Caymans and one variety. Or another. And you have Aimpoint Racing by Rothes Beskabian. Mueller Motorsport, who is very active on their social media page. So if you ever need some updates on that team for VLN, um, they're one of the uh, rare teams that, in VLN that actually update their Facebook quite con consistently. Um, MKR Engineering, uh, Kramer Racing, powered by Rewitech, who actually ha has a Janetta in the field, also in this Porsche Cayman class. You have Schmickler Performance Overdrive Racing Team coming in with two cars apiece. Team Matho Racing also coming in with two cars apiece. And then you have Team Matho Racing coming in with two cars apiece. And that ends, that kind of rounds out the Cup 3 class. Next up on the list is another AT class car. And it's not a Ford Mustang. Or Chrysler Viper. It's the no. It's the Team Care for Climate Porsche GT3 Cup 2, and Team Care for Climate is usually kind of a Porsche, uh, Porsche team. Team Care for Climate is usually kind of like a Porsche team. I only see them race Porsches, and they're they're pretty. Uh, and chances are you. You're gonna see them somewhere in 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 the stream during this race because they're quite, at least in the lower class, not as often as Pixum Teen Adrenaline or, or Sorg Ryan Sport. But Team Care for Climate, if it's a Porsche class, they probably have their hand dipped in there sometime as well. Hmm. Here we are on the last page on the entry list. Now the last page of the entry list is kind of a hosh posh of classes as they kind of all mixed up in a little bag for us. SP Ford comes in the game of MRC race rule to the BMW E9325i. V4 MRC race. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to rephrase that. So we ended up on the final page of the entry list. A little bit rushed, but here we are. MRC race world coming in with two entries uh, with number 325 and then 326, stepping their hand in two classes DSP4 and V4. Here out here. Um, SP4 and V4, interestingly enough, with the same car in two different classes. <laughs> Hedging bets. Hedging all the bets. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, Team Care for Climate, like I said earlier, um, with another AT. So you have four AT class cars, a Mustang, a Viper, and two Porsche Caymans, or at least two Porsches. So Team Care for Climate is making up half of that AT class grid, so they have a 50% chance of winning their class. I mean, the Prime odds are good. Prime before 20 from the two, so that's, the, yeah, fantastic. I, we, we didn't point out the 69 as well either, you know, just making sure we put on all those relevant numbers. Yep. Including the next one, uh, number 705, the Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus LLC. It's uh, the SPX category, the SCG003C, one of my favorite looking, uh, I would almost just say GT3-esque cars, even though it's really not a GT3 car. 
and will run its last race on the Nordschleife this year as it will be retired in favor of the 004 that will be running next year. I believe, yeah, we. I believe we mentioned this car on the GT3 entry list, but yep. it's worth mentioning again. Oh, I, I, like I cookies, yeah. That this is, this is the last <laughs> car, or this is the last race for that car. Um, so we're gonna get a new one next year. So we're gonna see how that turns out. Yeah, I don't know. If that's um, is that's not going SP9. I don't think is it. Mm, no, probably will stay in SPX. Yeah. Okay. Then we have three more cars, and they're both three different classes. An unnamed racing team will enter a Porsche 718 in the V3 t- class. And the 718 actually um, might have had some troubles. No, I'm gonna, that, was, that was the classic car race I'm thinking of. Them. So we have three more cars in three different classes to get through to. It's number three is the number 718 unnamed racing team. That's not the actual team name. That's just there's no, no, no name for that team. <laughs> V3T in the Porsche 718. Then you have SP8 with another Ford Mustang GT. Once again, no na- no name for that team. Then you have the last car on the entry list, the 991 MRC Race World. Wow, lots of MRC Race World cars on this final page on the entry list. With a Porsche 911 Carrera V6. Wow. Now, there is there is the best of the rest entry list, essentially. And, uh, and, and some extra, extra info beyond that. Um, Chris, so really looking at what we have this year i mean is there any any themes that stick out i mean are are there any teams that that are setting themselves apart i mean is there anything on this thing that we can really take you know or sink our teeth into and go okay i i can see a trend here or is there anything to grab from this or is it all just well these teams have showed up now let's see if the uh if green hell does anything to them essentially I think it's going to be more of more so of the latter, um, at least for a- anybody watching this race, because they're not as closely connected to maybe the VLN, or at least maybe they didn't watch the qualifying race. So these t- kind of teams are going to be no-name teams for most people. So it's going to be mostly like, hey, there's these classes, kind of theoretically, you know, grab a dart, put it on the dartboard, see which one sticks, and pick the team to choose if you're doing that kind of thing um trying to keep you interested in one of the lower classes but we're gonna see what the green hell does yep absolutely so and then also um because you are such a huge wealth of information uh what is the best way so i i will be streaming uh basically uh, in the u.s uh, as you will you will be going i believe on youtube for the english commentary which i don't believe is geoblocked so we'll be good to go on that Live timing and scoring. Is there any other stuff that we should be watching? Onboard feeds. What uh, what is the what is your preferred method of, of watching this race? So there's multiple ways to watch this race. So you have Sport Total, who's actually providing all the coverage. Who in previous years was uh, Vodafone. So we got a new streaming partner this year. So they have a website, SportTotal.de, or at least it's search up Sport Total, and they will come up. Uh, the Google searches, click on that, and they should have a thing called the uh, ADAC24 page, and they'll have a English stream and a Deutsch stream and all the onboards there, and um, th- that's the stream that actually Radio Le Mans, if you want to support Radio Le Mans, um, they probably want you to go on their webpage, but if you want to support Radio Le Mans, that's the stream that they're going to be using if you want to support the good old guys like John Hindoff, Johnny Palmer, um, 
But there's two other ways. Uh, there's the Nurburgring official YouTube channel. They're streaming it. And the ADAC24 Reddit YouTube channel. They're also streaming it. Um, but all the onboards are going to be on that Sport Total webpage. And I'll also link them all in the race thread. Gotcha. But in terms of timing, there is the official timing, um, which confirmed there will be nine sectors. And then there's the within timing, which I think that's people. I think that that's the majority of people's preferred method who also has the nine sectors of timing. So both timings, pick your poison, whatever one you want. Um, see which one fits you best. See which one fits your screen best. Um, I I'm, myself will be using the within timing as they have large amounts of information but i think you have your regular stream feed your onboards and they have your with them timing so and also yeah oh it, i almost forgot yeah go ahead Chris. um i can't i don't know if they're gonna do english text updates but if you go on the adac 24 written website they have a little thing called live and they have a little little text update thing so it's good that's gonna be helpful in the night even you might have to google translate it but Obviously, during the night, the only coverage you're going to get is the onboards and the cameras on the Grand Prix track. So it's going to be helpful to keep that up and keep Google, Google Translate open uh, just to make sure that – because the onboards are only going to do so much, and sometimes you can't even tell what the cars apart, and sometimes the, time, the text updates do say what car numbers they are and what classes and what the who was in the car at the time. And sometimes they have ambulances or – on the scene it's good sources of information so keep keep those open keep those tabs open as well i think they're going to be valuable information for the race right and i mean they it even then if you've filled your screen up enough with all of that there's still almost over a dozen different onboard streams that are dedicated you know on streaming somewhere to fill up a screen so you will run out of screens to be streaming the the Never Green 24, I absolutely guarantee it. The one that that I want to quickly ask you too before we let everything go, just to give everybody as much information, do we indeed have a GPS tracker stream available, and what is that? Uh yeah, so there's a GPS tracker stream on YouTube for people those uh for people on desktop. There's also a GPS tracker app, which I think it's only available for uh, iPhone Apple users. So, um. Wow. I, yeah, that's unprecedented. User, yeah. So their tracker does have a YouTube stream, I believe, the one that that's the one Radio Lamar are using as well. But sometimes the official stream does actually pull up that same GPS tracker on their stream as well when they're trying to find cars. So you might not even need it, but it's gonna be a helpful source to have if you're trying to figure out which cars are off at track and and also a good kind of tip to point out is that if the car's GPS is not on there, chances are they're retired. Because Radio Le Mans is kind of explaining how in years past, um, cars would be three miles away from the actual track, and the GPS tracker still be on. So, um, if the GPS tracker's off of that car, they're probably retired. <laughs> good, good, good bit of information there too. And it would be funny too if it uh, if it would still somehow be uh, logging laps or whatever. But uh, they they they've cleaned that up with some software in the last few years. But Again, you're, if you have any questions, there are going to be answers to that question. Again, again, I will put another Cookie Monster guarantee on that one. But that's uh, that's coming by way of our uh, now. It's RWC is, is hosting this, right? Or are we having it on our blank plane uh, or anything specific subreddit that isn't RWC? 
It will be on r slash WEC as r slash BlankPan is hosting the BlankPan GT World Challenge Asia races at Suzuka and the BlankPan G, or not BlankPan, British GT Two Hours of Darlington Park. So, so there, there's not going to be even a little dip in the racing action this week. <laughs> but I do want to make some information, little tidbits here before we head out. So, we remember we were talking about the 22 Wachenspiegel team much how David Perel driver situation where he couldn't get his A license or he was um, in a what was it called? He was in a hearing or he was uh, going to protest it or appeal it yep. um, because they weren't going to let him race. Um, he has lost that appeal. He is not going to race at the 24 hours of Nürburgring due to the A license issue. But guess who replaced him? It's none other than Indy Dante who if you know him, he races very well in those Mercedes GT3s and GT4s. So definitely, especially at last-minute circumstances like this, you can't be mad at a guy like Indy Dacia coming in and replacing. He'll do wonders for that team. Also, since we're recording this on the Friday, the day before the race, we got some qualifying stuff um, to say. Um, the number 59 Porsche Cup car, which is in the SP7 class, CP Racing, they might not even be able to take the start as they were involved in a relatively big crash uh, at the ending moments of Q1. Um, at least that's what Daily Sports Car, Sports Car 365, said. The car looked like it was unrepairable. It got to an accident with one of the Toyota Gazoo Racing Thailand cars. So that's kind of one of the only big incidents of the weekend so far. But other than that, I think, uh, I think we're ready to go. Yeah, uh, and then on some slightly off-topic but on-topic news, we've got the new Mercedes GT3 that was just unveiled. So the oh, that's uh, right. the, the front grill, How could I forget that. Right, the front grill gets larger with uh, each each new evolution. But uh, so and, and and we've heard uh, also some I, I think some more that we're gonna that we might be seeing another GT3 in the next couple of years or a new one coming out from another German manufacturer. So that's been rumored as well. So we'll see. What happens on that front and then yep so also we have the uh the ceo of toyota uh is actually racing uh he wasn't on the uh, entry list when we said it in, in the uh or yeah when we initially recorded this but then essentially the entry list was unveiled and his uh his uh, synonym or pseudonym came out so confirmed for that uh yeah otherwise we're all good to go chris i i'm i'm really excited for this this is always just such a such a fantastic you you, uh, you feel right at home when you're watching an endurance race uh, a 24-hour race but it just it's so much more special when it's on the nurburgring it's on the nordschleife and you just the 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 fantastic terrain shots with the cars get better and better every year and even through qualifying and practices this year i've been blown away by some of these just shots and they just look fantastic Make sure you join uh, the RWC Discord channel. We have voice channels that are going to be up all weekend, so you'll be able to chat or voice chat with anybody, um, especially race fans. We've got a bunch of different stuff there, too, for all kinds of different volume levels. So have at it. It'll be a great, great, uh, enjoyable weekend of racing. And, uh, yeah, make sure to visit most of the subreddits here because, like Chris said, we're having a lot of different racing and, and different stuff. And, uh, man, I hope I learned something. Or I hope stuff sunk in, Chris. You taught me a lot today. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, uh, hopefully the quiz next week will uh, will give me a passing grade. But, uh, hey, I really appreciate your insights. And, uh, and thanks for doing this on a yearly basis. I really enjoy going over the Nürburgring 24-hour entry list uh, with you guys. And so, uh, yeah. Any, any final thoughts for you, Chris? 
Uh, I got nothing too much to say right now, really. Just just enjoy the rain. All right, Chris, thanks. So on behalf of Chris and everybody here at Adirts Chat, enjoy the Nurburgring 24 hours. Have a good one. Gazoo!